and welcome to Rise and Shine. I'm your host, Walkiria Whitlock, and today I'm so excited to introduce my very special guest, fellow traveler, good friend, Carson. Carson is part Native American and grew up on a Shoshone Paiute reservation in a small town in northern Nevada. He has his bachelor's in both communications and psychology and is currently pursuing his master's in communications at his alma mater at University of Nevada, Reno. Upon graduation, he plans on traveling and teaching English, and I am so excited to have you here today, Carson. Welcome. Hello. How are you this morning, my angel of a friend? How are you doing this morning? (laughs) I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I am as I am every day. I am blessed and highly favored, so I cannot complain. I love that. Well, this is my second episode, and we're going to start by doing a few breathing exercises. I invite you to join me in them. So you're just going to find yourself in a comfortable seated position. If you're able to, allow your eyes to shut and relax. And then take a deep inhale with your nose, allowing yourself to come into this moment as you are right now. Taking another deep inhale through your nose, Maybe allow your jaw to relax, the space between your eyebrows. Relax your shoulders, letting yourself be. This moment for peace is for you right now right here. It's available to you at any point during the day. Just taking one moment, one breath to be. Taking another deep inhale through your nose, imagining that it's a substance of light, bringing positivity and love and life into your body. And then with each exhale, letting go of any negativity, darkness, stillness, that breath is a source of light. And gently Start to open your eyes, maybe bring a smile to your face. And I'm going to read one of my poems to you, hopefully to start your day off with a little bit of joy. It is called, Here. I am young, I am free. Am I where I'm supposed to be? I think so. I think so. 
I like roaming through the streets, smiling at strangers that I greet. Warms my soul. Warms my soul. And the sun, it tans my feet. I know I'm where I'm supposed to be. Here is home. Here is home. And that is that. Thank you. <laughs> I love that you chose that one. That Aww. one. I don't know, because it kind of, the like, just choosing that one, to me, it kind of is such, like, a, a reflection of you. But also, like, in a way, like, our friendship at the same time, too. Because I think that we both have a lot of similar ideals and ideas in that regard. So I love, love, love that you chose that one. <laughs> I thought that you would like that one. I was like, oh. I love it. No, I love that one. <laughs> well, Carson, I am just so grateful that you're here with me today and so excited to hear about your journey, your love, what you do for self-love, and I'm sure that it mm. will inspire other people too. So what is self-love to you and how do you practice that? Ah. Uh. Well, self-love to me is kind of the, um, I honestly think that it's the hardest journey that we all have to take in life just because it's, it's easy to share our love with other people. I personally find it easier to share love with others than it is for sometimes for me to share it with myself. And, you know, teenage years being young, like we all face like those insecurities and those voices in our heads. And then sometimes they carry over into our adulthood and that's not it's not healthy it's not good it's not it's not it doesn't help you grow it doesn't help you transform and so for me I think I've been practicing that a lot more lately than I have in the past and that also comes with stopping and saying like and this is something that I think people talk about all the time is that it's like oh you have to love yourself you have to love yourself absolutely but I think for me also, I'm the type of person that learning to set boundaries has been the most important part of my self-love journey and being able to sit back and say, you know what, I love myself enough to know that this is not going to be good for me. And even though it might put, it might, how do I want to word this? It might potentially have negative repercussions, it's still the best thing for me. And I have to practice that going forward because at the end of the day, if we, not to sound like a broken record to a lot of things people have said before, but it's like, if we don't love ourselves, how are we able and capable to love others? So absolutely, I'm trying to practice that every day. And how do you practice it? I think for me, I practice it through It sounds so funny, but my time to do my self-care and my self-love is my skincare routine. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, power to you, Carson. It's, It's through that. And also, like, I've really been loving doing these things where I just go on solo morning walks in the morning. I usually walk for about anywhere from, depending on how much time I have, I like to do like two to four miles. And... I found that that's a really good time for me to be able to reflect, meditate, actually, like put my headphones in, usually put on some type of uh, lo-fi electronic music and just kind of let my mind wander and kind of reconnect with where I'm going, what I'm doing. 
And that has really been a positive thing for me as well. Mm-hmm. So. And then one thing that you said earlier really struck me, and I hope I don't put you on the spot with this, no. but um, why do you think we're most susceptible, I guess, in our teenage years to oh. developing those insecurities? You know, I think, I mean, coming at it from a psychological perspective, you know, that's how I usually approach things because that's what I studied in school. But realistically, I think it's because, you know, the thing that I remember reading, this is off topic, but it go it relates, is that our, like, I remember reading this article that it says the music that we listen to in our teenage years kind of, like, molds us and, like, sets us for what we like in the future. And so it's kind of like, I think that that's just such a transformative time for all of us that it's like the things that we see and the things that we intake and the behaviors that we start to practice, it's kind of the, uh, it's the catalyst, I think, in some ways, both good and bad of what, of what and who we will become in the future. And so I think that the hard part is, is that it's also just a really impressionable time for so many of us that I think it's a really difficult time for anyone to be going through, let alone because it's, but I think it's just, unfortunately, in a lot of ways, it's just that, that beautiful time in our lives that we will never get back. But also it's us learning to figure out who we're becoming in this world too. So it's just, I think it's, I think it's just so much, it's almost like information overload for a computer and I think that it's just so much intake, so much external um, uh, influence that's just permeating the system at one time that it's just overwhelming. Yeah. And I guess like in your adolescent years, there's a, a ton of energy and you're finally coming into yourself and mm-hmm. you've been brought up in a certain way with certain ideals and I almost feel that you're constantly, mm-hmm. you know, comparing yourself. Do I add up to yeah. this ideal? Am I enough? And, yeah. you know, you're wanting to be who you are, like who your soul, but you just, you're transitioning into an adult, which is mm. where you're making your own decisions. Is And that's, you know, coming from being a child. Yeah where you're supposed to listen and follow instruction and you're being heavily guided. And so that it's, I think naturally a difficult time just because of like that pushing for power in a sense, like wanting to own that part of yourself. And um, yeah. And like, to this day, for me personally, I'm super sensitive to the music that I listen to, like <laughs> what the words are saying, because I think of my words as like affirmations. And yes, um, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be singing that song out loud or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's I like will sing just like, WAP Ooh. out loud. I will absolutely. <laughs> Why was that the same song that I was thinking about? <laughs> I was like, well, because, and we also, like, on an unrelated topic, like, we both do love Kanye West, so it's like, there's certain oh, I songs. I love Kanye. I absolutely love him, but there's just certain songs that you're just like, I just cannot say this out loud. Well, for me, most of his stuff is actually super faith-driven and it great, is. like, 
the graduation album oh my I could listen to <sighs> on repeat and right. I do every time I run I listen to that album it's yeah so empowering and I, it's it was so also good. with me through my teenage years right mine like, too that was me yeah <laughs> like <laughs> but let's it's go also on a living spree <laughs> there we the go best things in life are free you mm. know and i yes. think he's just like a perfect example actually of self-love i love that we're, we're talking about kanye now because <laughs> i personally <laughs> I personally look at him and I just see this person who is like so himself and yes. so authentic to unapologetically. Himself. Yep. And that's hard. I've actually been watching his documentary mm. on Netflix. It's called mm-hmm. Gene Yes. And <laughs> no, like see I didn't the, know he had a documentary out. I'm gonna have so to go good. watch it now. Yeah, yeah, you should. It's really amazing seeing how positive he had to be to keep telling people like, yes, like I can rap. I'm a rapper. I can do this, you know, pitching himself constantly because he originally started making beats and stuff. And that's all people ever knew him as or wanted him to be. But he's like, no, I'm more than this. I am. And he believed in himself so much worked for years actually got in a car accident that he had to have his jaw wired shut and he was like wrapping through his wired shut jaw yeah it's like absolutely amazing i had no idea all i had of no this. idea and it's just you know gives me a lot more empathy for him too you know it does and it's also like you hear i hear this so often and this is also like on the self-love bit is that, um, you know, I grew up very, I know we kind of grew up with both having like semi-religious or religious backgrounds and, or, and then, but my thing that I grew up with was having, I was very, I, I grew up in a very Christian family environment, town, same thing, but there was thing, something that always stuck with me that I was always told as a kid. And it's, I forget the verse in the Bible, so excuse me. But it was always this verse that said, uh, say things that are not as though they are. And I really have kind of used that as like an internal mantra my entire life. Because even like the people that I look up to that are super confident, they just emit confidence. They literally will tell you how, what do you, when people ask them, what do you do when you're not confident or what do you do when you're not sure of yourself or what do you do? They're literally say fake it. They're like, fake it, say it like it is that you're how you want it to be. And it's almost like it's a manifestation for that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I actually have uh, an ornament hanging up it was from my tree but i keep it up because i love it and it says the words that you speak become the house that you live in and yeah i love that (laughs) yeah i love that so it's just being you know careful with our language and mindful of our thoughts and you know i've had a nose job and that was mm-hmm. a difficult thing for me to accept, right? Because and most people were like, oh, that seems so against who you are. And I just thought, you know, <laughs> self-love is about accepting yourself. And yes. part of accepting myself was accepting that I wanted to change, right? Yes. And that was like such a 
huge process and step for me to take was like, that's okay. Like, yes, I'm good as I am. And you have to accept yourself as you are in order to change. That is so key because so long as you look at yourself as being bad in some way, that's Mm. actually what you're focusing on. And it just continues. At least that's what happened in my life. It was like a, a cycle for me. Whenever I would try to change something in a negative way because of a, a, a dislove, it would just make things worse. But mm. when I came from a place of like, I love myself and I'm, so I'm going to take care of my health and I'm going to make these decisions because of positive reasons, not because I think that there's a lack in myself, then that is what changed things for me. And it's been key, truly. Like. <laughs> absolutely and it's something that you said in there that I was thinking of earlier and that it's like in terms of like self-love you know there's so many external factors there's and even like just how we see our family think of themselves mm-hmm. and how they behave and whatnot and we we take on those behaviors those thoughts those ideas and we and then sometimes you start to internalize them and digest them as you that they are reflections of you as well. And it's important to break the cycle. Yep. It's like, this stops with me. This, whatever this specific trait is, whether it's um, self-deprecation, self-loathing, this this continued cycle that maybe one or more people in your family have always done or always behaved that you have never really thought as acceptable. You're like, I'm stopping this now. And I am changing this because I want to be my best self. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such an important aspect of self-love is to, rec- is to I am always a fan of doing, as I've talked with you before about doing the shadow work mm-hmm. of like, let's dive in, let's dig out all of the bad and let's like, let, let, let's expose them and let them, let the wound heal. Yep. And I think that's so important, especially for self-love. It is. And I once heard, um, I don't know where, but this idea that as things come to the surface that you might view as negative to yourself, if you meet them with kindness, it's going Mm. to be a lot easier to work through and you'll be able to work through other things that you maybe didn't accept through yourself a lot easier mm-hmm. that will start to come up because it's like those parts of yourself feel safe to come out. You know what I mean? Oh, and absolutely. Also to like recognize that these things that you're viewing as bad or as negative, there's a flip side to that and you're probably looking at a strength backwards, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> you... that's just some things are the way they are and that's okay and we can learn to love that right oh absolutely and the thing there that you said that is key that i think a lot of people don't practice enough or maybe they try to but regardless i think that kindness ultimately and we talk about this all the time when we have our conversations that those that kindness is so crucial 
to both yourself, yourself, your self-love, but also to other people. Because it's like, I, even this morning, I read a quote that was like, put more love and kindness out in the world than you receive. Mm-hmm. And I think that is power because that kindness and that love that you put out there, it's energy. It's energy and energy can't be created or destroyed. So it's like, if you're putting that love and that kindness into the world, it's just more of it. Yeah. And this is going to come off. I hesitate to say this, but this has been some of my thoughts and I'm going to bring it to, you know, like modern time today what's happening right now in ukraine Mm. with russia and i think about the leader that is making this all happen Uh and i it's obviously like extremely unkind it's horrendous and that is the way that they're treating the world right and then Uh i look at like well how is the world treating that individual and i just think i haven't seen anything kind ever about that person ever no like not even before this and um how and then it's like well how do we help that person because clearly they're they've lost the plot like clearly yeah uh, so out of touch with how connected they are but still like acting out of that harm out of that hurt and you know not <laughs> you, bombing another country is not going to solve right. your country's problems but um yeah it's just it's so hard to see and then I like to apply my personal philosophy to things and like Mm -hmm. wonder you know how how could this be different and how could we make this different in our own personal power and if these things that we believe are like are really so true then that really does apply and make sense to why this person is just reacting to life so like heinously but um yeah yeah I'm just going to go out there and send some kindness and empathy for that person and hope Absolutely. that they will send kindness and empathy out to um so i mean I think you're no. going to stop <laughs> go ahead no i am here's the thing i'm right there with you i completely yeah. agree with you like with you saying that i know you're like I, I sense the hesitation because yeah. it's it it's when you have any opinion in my opinion is inherently controversial. Yeah. And so it's like if you're saying something, you know, because everybody gets so fixated on these terms, good, bad, hero, villain. And it's like the only distinction that there is is what's right and what's wrong. But the thing yeah. is is that although what he is doing is wrong, I have to sit there and I agree with you where I'm just like, you know, and I look at even, even the country that he's representing, right? How kind has history been to this country? How kind have people been to them? What it's like, and and even if their representation in the media, in movies, for example, they are always a set type. 
They are yeah. always a set and they're on a set side of the spectrum. And that, yeah. and that's not, that's not true. There yeah. are heroes and villains and there are good people and bad people in every situation, but constantly making somebody out to be a villain. And maybe what I'm saying is controversial, but you know what, this is just something that I've held is that it's like, I think that if there was more kindness shared towards this person and maybe also a little more kindness towards the country he comes from, I don't think that we would be in a place where we're at today. Mm -hmm. That's me. I have to think that as well, right? But, um, yeah, just like my heart goes out to the people of Ukraine and, Mm. yeah, we yeah. can pray for them. We can take action to spread light, spread hope, spread mm-hmm. peace. Um, and yeah, well, make sure and- that what we're supporting supports our ideals, right? Absolutely. And you know, the other thing too, that like I personally, that for me as well, is that I think of, I try to send out the kindness there too, to the people of Russia as well. Oh, especially those people who do not want this at all. No, like, exactly. So sad. And but, it's like, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to go ahead and then we're going to wrap this segment up and focus on hope, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> well, no, because that is, at the end of the day, it's always like, I always remember, do you remember hearing the, like, um, the Greek story of Pandora's box? Uh, yeah. Well, so, like, to me, the thing that's always, like, stuck out to me is that it was, like, when, like, Pandora's, like, Pandora opened the box, it was all of these bad things came into the world, but then the only thing that was left inside was hope. And if I remember correctly, I think it, it varies depending on the telling of the legend, but the only thing that was left inside was hope, and hope was the last one to convince her to let it out of the box. And when she did finally let Hope out of the box, she was reluctant at first from the from the story that I heard. Now, mind you, I have not actually read this again since I was an adult. <laughs> but what I remember reading as a, a young person was that when she opened the box and Hope came out, it was almost like the darkness started to recede a bit. And it was like it started to calm things down. And like there was not it, it was like there was a rainbow in the clouds, basically. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, ultimately, like, hope is the only thing we have, you know? Absolutely. Um, I think that I'm going to share, because of these times, a quote hmm. by Anne Frank. And it's really simple, but she says, In spite of everything, I still believe that people are really good at heart. Like, it yeah if that person can see that through yes. all that she's been through then you know i think that can give us all a little bit of hope but also we live in the best time right now we really we do. do we have so much access to information at our fingertips we can connect with people anywhere um That is wonderful, and I really love how the private sector has been helping in the situation of Ukraine. 
I think that they have made, specifically, um, I'll point out Elon Musk, phenomenal mm. job getting internet to the people of yes. Ukraine yes, through yes, SpaceX. Yes. Um, the social media groups, including Facebook um, and Google, who are blocking Russian state media, um, and also to places like Starbucks and Apple mm. and McDonald's, who McDonald's, have yes, stopped. Yeah, they've all stopped. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, business yeah. to uh, Russia at the moment, and I think that that's awesome. That's like a way of using your power to promote positive, right? To right. Um, make sure that what you're supporting supports your ideals, and in a completely unrelated thing we're gonna totally transition it's just this is one of my favorite things that i've learned and i don't think it's related to what we've been talking about at all but it's a very cool discovery made within the last five to seven years and it's that birds can see ultraviolet light not all birds but um really uh, yeah isn't that so cool some birds have a fourth receptor that allow them to see ultraviolet light and right that makes so much sense well because like think about hawks for example like i mean exactly not only their vision but it's like you know they can be on top of like a building and see something moving on the ground and it's like a mouse and it's like that make that makes so much sense yeah wow and sometimes they'll even have designs on their beaks. And mm-hmm. so they that the designs are in ultraviolet light. Like, isn't that, is that so crazy? Google it afterwards. You guys just have to see this. It's amazing. And um, they don't really know the purpose of it, right? I guess it's just like an no. added sense um, yeah. to make, yeah, more acute decisions right (laughs) because oh absolutely yeah it's just it's amazing um i love 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 discoveries like that and i think that just goes to show how it truly is an infinite universe that we live in we have more to learn more to explore more to enjoy really right absolutely yeah, I'm I'm so grateful to be here today and we're going to start to wrap things up just by talking about things right. that we're grateful for. Mm. Um Yeah, so I'm grateful for you, Carson. I'm grateful I am always grateful for our friendship and you. Oh. <laughs> oh, thanks. It's actually sunny today. I'm really grateful for that. Um I'm grateful for technology. Mm. I'm really grateful to live in the United States. I'm really grateful to be surrounded by good people. Mm. Um, yeah, grateful for God, grateful for our faith, Always. grateful for hope, grateful for love. Always. Oh, my turn? Okay. Is it your turn? I was like, like, are you still going? going. Uh, No, if you could keep (laughs) going, because I could go on about how grateful I am for things too. So I was like, please keep going. Like, if you have more, go for it. I will save it. Um, You shine, my baby. (laughs) No, please. You, no. If you have, what is, okay, one last thing. What is like 
a few like I want to hear a few more things that are on your heart today that you're grateful for like I want to I want to hear those okay um I'm really grateful that I get to spend time with my grandparents I'm going to Mm. have lunch with them today it's been a, a weekly thing and um I just obviously love my grandparents but I learn from them constantly just in their mannerisms just in the whole process of life they seem to care a lot less you know as you get older and I think it's you've learned to be happy to love yourself a lot more as you grow as well and I have a really supportive partner and I'm Mm. super super grateful for Andy like just being in my life and having these conversations that help me to direct my focus positively to believe in myself even more um and i'm just grateful for all of the opportunities that i've been given to share my light right like right yeah this is one of them so i'm just yeah (laughs) i love that well, because for me, I don't think there is, I don't think that there is ever such a thing as you can be too loving, too kind, or too grateful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think that there's, you know, and or, or too forgiving. That's an important one. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, yes, forgiveness, forgiveness. It's like, no, don't forgive too much. I'm like, why? Why not forgive? It's one of the most important things that we can ever do in life is to forgive and leading back to our topic earlier of self-love, but also to others as well. Cause it's just an added layer of showing kindness and love and gratitude yeah. because sometimes people come into your life and they have a negative impact, but it's also like, you have to sometimes sit back and just be like, I'm grateful that that happened because it helped me to become who I am today. Absolutely. Yep. And you also reflect on how those moments, um, how you kind of helped create those moments through your own personal thoughts and beliefs, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I agree completely. Well, my little bit that I am grateful for, because I echo your sentiments completely. I am grateful for so many things in my life. But the one that comes to my mind today is... Uh, for just I don't know when this is going to go up, but yesterday was you know International Women's Day, and I am especially grateful for all of the women in my life. For I have such an incredible amount of incomparable, inspiring, phenomenal women, the host of this podcast included, oh, that I get to call friends, family, soul partners, just incredible women. And I'm so grateful for them because they, they, like, I'm just so completely grateful for all of the wonderful women in my life because they really, I mean, you know, our, you know, our mothers who bring us into this world, our grandmothers who help raise us and teach us to be the people we become, our aunties, our sisters, our friends, our cousins our co-workers they all and for me the most inspiring people that I've ever met in my life were always the women in my life so that's where today especially I am extra extra grateful 
for the wonderful women in my life. Well, I can speak for everyone in saying that we're all grateful for you, Carson. <laughs> I'm, I I'm don't know posi- about that, but oh, stop it! I'm I'm positive. Yep. But well, is there I anything always... else that you would like to share before we conclude this episode? You know, when we were talking earlier about something, you know, you mentioned um, a book recommendation. Yeah. That I would that and there's one that does and a tip. come to my Sorry. mind. Oh, Please a, rec- give a us book recommendation a and book a tip. Recommendation and a tip. The tip was so hard for me to actually come up with because I'm just like I, I you know, I, I have tips, but it's just like trying Any to tip. think of one. I'm literally just like uh, skincare uh, routine. Uh, Let's hear it. Everybody Oh, loves skincare, skincare routine, routine tip. tip. I mean, Don't you're the over exfoliate. <laughs> really? Don't over exfoliate. No, oh, it's okay. really stripping and it's bad for your skin. You should hydrate instead of exfoliate. Um, and that actually helps quite a bit. Okay. <laughs> That's how, my tip. How often do you recommend we exfoliate? Oh gosh. Well, okay. I think it depends on what you're using. And how, if you're using a physical exfoliant, please do not use St. Ives apricot scrub or Kylie's walnut face scrub. I just have to put that disclaimer. Um, (laughs) I would also, I would probably say it just depends. I would, I think if you have really dry skin, probably once a week would be a good idea. Uh, If you're like me and you have super oily skin, I would probably say you'd be good two to three days a week. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And if you have normal skin, I would say you could probably get away one to two times a week. Nice. Pro tip. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's what I do, actually, is one to two times a week. Oh, see, perfect. You're you're good then. You're so good. (laughs) And you're glowing, by the way, I will say. Thank you. You are positively glowing. (laughs) And then the last thing you said, the book, the book that I would recommend that I read recently, actually was a book called There There by Tommy Orange. It was it was one of the most incredible books I've read mm-hmm. ever, only because um, I am half Native American. I grew up on the reservation. I grew up surrounded by my culture. And that book was really powerful to me because it was a... Um, it was such a modern representation of the issues that natives focus on and um, of all different backgrounds. Some are more fair, some are deeper, some have uh, issues with their family and the things that we struggle with and face. And the one that really struck me personally was there was this, um, not to try, I'll try to synopsize it too briefly, very briefly. um, And it's not going to make or break the book, but there was a character in there who was discussing how he always felt like portions like his body didn't belong together because he had like white legs and like very tan skin because he was biracial. He was half native and then half non-native. And that was something that it was like when he said that in the book, I was like, that is something I have personally always struggled with in my, in my life is that, you know, the upper portion of my legs are very fair because they don't see a lot of sun versus like my hands that are dark. Cause I get have, I get a lot of sun exposure. And so it just was like that type of thing that it's like, you don't vocalize, especially from like the native community 
for me, having that book be a modern representation for that was incredible. I recommend it to everyone. It is such a good book. It's heartbreaking in a lot of parts, but it's also really funny in a lot of parts. Highly, highly recommend it. Well, thank you. It's on my reading list, so I can't wait to enjoy it. Thank you for that. Well, everybody, I hope that this has inspired you to take some time out of your morning to think of the things that you're grateful for, Hmm. um, add some moments of peace, add joy, add love, whatever you're doing, add kindness, and Hmm. I'm just wishing you a beautiful day. Thank you for joining. And And thank you for having this incredible new podcast. I'm so excited to see what all you're going to do next. (laughs) Thank you. Well, guys, rise and shine. (laughs) Have a great day.